Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time for Hurricane Hotline on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Williamson Cadillac, your premier luxury dealership. Experience everything that Williamson Cadillac has to offer. Williamson is Miami. All right, we are back. Hello, everybody. Joe Zagacki. Our producer is Danny Garcia. We are with you for the next two hours. Don Bailey Jr. will join us in our next segment, hour number two. Our uh, post-game host, Alex Dono. Our sideline reporter, Josh Darrow, will join me. And then uh, during the offseason, over the summer, the Hurricanes uh, had a changing of the guard on the baseball front. Gino Damari did not return. J.D. Arteaga is the new baseball coach. So uh, we'll hear from J.D. as uh, he became the coach a couple of weeks ago. Hope everybody's had a delightful summer. We had a great time ourselves. Went out west, did a little uh, hiking and biking. So that was a lot of fun. We're less than a month away from the first game. That's hard to believe. Friday night, September the 1st, against Miami of Ohio. 7 o'clock kickoff for the Canes and Miami of Ohio. And before you know it, boom, it will be here. Uh, also in this hour, we're going to hear from uh, Mario Cristobal uh, with Don Bailey. So all that's coming up on our show. The Mario Cristobal Show, I believe, will start the week of the 28th. I believe the week of the 28th, maybe the week before, maybe the week of the 21st. Saturday is Canes Fest. We'll be out there between 10 and 1. DBJ and I will be there. So hope you uh, can stop on by Hard Rock Stadium for Canes Fest. Some of the other headlines, Canes were on the field today uh, for practice, so we'll have an overview of practice coming up in a couple of minutes. Um, Some of the preseason awards that guys are up for, Elijah Arroyo, the Hurricanes tight end, is on the Mackey watch list. Uh, The Hurricanes' new center, Matt Lee, is on the Remington watch list. Cam Kitchens, I think, is on every Defensive player list, the Nagurski list, Jim Thorpe Award. Bora Gallus is on the Groza Award list, so we'll keep an eye on that. It's good to have Hurricanes recognized for some preseason awards. ACC predictions. (laughs) Well, I chuckle just a little bit uh, because you might say, well, what's the prediction? Is the prediction about what place teams are going to finish in, or is the prediction on is there going to be an ACC? So right now there's an ACC. I think there's going to be an ACC. What will it look like? I don't know. Florida State making a lot of noise. Everybody knows about the grant of rights 
So that makes it pretty difficult to break up the ACC. Will they bring in Cal and Stanford? I don't know. Does that move the needle? Probably not. Did they miss the boat? Yeah. I thought they could have brought in Texas a couple of years ago. Um, Forget the geography now in college athletics. Geography has nothing to do with conferences. It's uh, how many teams can you bring in and how many great matchups can you create. So I think um, the ACC under the previous administration, perhaps they were looking at Texas a little bit. They got, uh, I think they got um, intimidated by the Longhorn Network. Meanwhile, Texas and Oklahoma make a deal to go to the Southeastern Conference. You've got the SEC will have 16, Big 12 will have 16, the Big 10 with 18. So what happens there? I don't know. Um, But Miami's going to be a player someplace. Now, meanwhile, the ACC predictions have Clemson winning the conference. They're picking Clemson and Florida State in the championship game. They will play during the regular season. The top five are Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina State, and Miami, with the quarterback in North Carolina as the uh, preseason player of the year, Drake May. I, I was signing off on that. Drake May was a great player last year. Probably will have a, uh, another great season. He'll have a new coordinator, but uh, he's coming off a wonderful season. Great playmaker. And uh, Miami plays in North Carolina this year. This would be a, a season to beat North Carolina. They've, uh, they've had the Canes number the last four or five years. Miami goes to Carolina on October the 14th. But first things first. Miami of Ohio, 7 o'clock on Friday, September the 1st. Texas A&M, 3.30, Saturday, September the 9th. Bethune-Cookman, 7.30, Thursday, September 14th. Those are the first three games. Those are some of the headlines. Okay, Canes have two new coordinators. And I think think you're going to like the strategy. I think you're going to like the scheme. I think uh, the defense is going to be more aggressive. I think it's going to be more creative. I think it's going to try to play to the strength of the players. Um, I don't think it's going to be as simple for the opponents to figure out. And I think that Coach Guidry is going to identify the weaknesses of the other team and attack them and the strengths and try to take them away. Kind of basic stuff, but he's going to do it, I think, in a very creative an inspirational way. Offensively, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Coach Dawson. I think it's going to be a tempo, uh, a rather combination of up-tempo and huddle. You know, a couple of years ago, he was at Houston, and Houston was sixth in the nation in time of possession. You really don't think of a spread offense being a team dominating time of possession. So he has proven he can do that. He wants to run the football with power. He wants to emphasize the strength and the size of the offensive line. And by the way, I think Van Dyke has looked very good in the first two weeks of training camp. Uh, Is he going to return to the form of two years ago? I don't know. Is he throwing the ball really well right now in training camp with authority and conviction and making some great throws? Yes, he is. Is he excited about this new offense? Yes. Does he have more weapons than last year? 
Yes, he does. And are they going to use more players? Yes. I think you'll see running back by committee. You'll see Cheney. You'll see Parrish. You'll see A.J. Allen. I think you'll see Fletcher and Chris Johnson. How much early? I don't know. Johnson can fly. I mean, he is really fast. Fletcher's got great power. Uh, knock on wood, Don Cheney is healthy. Wide receivers, you probably will see Jacoby George, Colby Young, Ray Ray Joseph, Shamar Cook, uh, Shamar Kirk, Michael Redding, Bobby, uh, Robbie Washington, Frank Latson, Richard Smith, Restrepo, Horton, Harrell. I think you'll see all of those guys. In what order? Most likely right now, I would say trending toward Restrepo and George and uh, everybody else fighting. Tyler Harrell probably will bring a different dimension to this offense than what we've seen in the last couple of years because he can really move. And uh, so far, he's healthy. Uh, Since we're on the offense, let's hear what uh, Coach Dawson had to say the other day regarding where the Hurricanes are offensively and some of the things you're going to see from the running backs and wide receivers. Day to day. You have a good day, you know, you, you'll move up. If you like, And everything is, is judged. I mean, look, I mean, you know, efforts judged. You know, knowing what you need to know is judged. I mean, we got, we got competition across the board, which we're going to keep it that way. Um, and, I, you know, I would anticipate a lot of guys playing skill here. You know, I would anticipate a lot of rotation and just a lot of guys playing. I mean, we don't have, we don't, we're not sitting here with a guy that's returning with a hundred receptions. You know what I mean? So, hey, let's see who can play when they turn the lights on. So, like, how many receivers will you? You said you'll be running back by committee. How many receivers will you rotate in games? Do you think? I mean, how many of them I feel comfortable playing? I mean, we've had at any given time. We've we've had 12 guys touch balls in games before, which that's everybody, tight ends, running back. So, I mean, 8 to 10, you know, I mean, you know, too deep across the board is typical. You know, you got to feel good about too deep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, go play ball, man. I like this guy. So, uh, get your roster out because you're going to see a lot of receivers in and out. And uh, like he said, not like to have somebody who had 100 catches last year. So, go prove it. Lance Kidry on the other side, I spent a lot of time with him today uh, after practice. Uh, very impressed with him. Players really like him a lot. Uh, very engaged with him. Um, just laying it out for you, as honest as can be. Players really like him. They like the strategy. They like the way he coaches. Um, uh, we're probably at about We'll get to him in a moment. I like what he says about the linebackers and the safeties. He calls those guys the brain trust of his of his defense. I think he spent a lot of time in the spring and uh, maybe the early part of the summer identifying what are these guys going to do best. He's not afraid to move them move them around. He's not afraid. I don't think he's afraid to match wits with the opponent this year. So I think that's going to be a cool matchup uh, to watch during the course of the season. Now, we're, we're like the second week of training camp here. So got to slow everything down. Maui Goas looked really good uh, at middle linebacker. He's talked a lot about Corey Flagg. He's answered the bell on the challenge. They brought in this kid, K.J. Cloyd from Louisville. Kind of was a part-time player for them. But he's had good size, played a lot of football. So he's not going to make a lot of mistakes. Offers good competition. Keontre Smith... The uh, kid from Chaminade. Uh, I, I've always liked Keontre. 
And uh, I like the way he practices. I like how hard he plays. And uh, he's got one of those three linebacker spots right now. So we'll see how that all unfolds. Of course, Cam Kitchens and James Williams, the last line of defense, probably cheat James Williams down toward the line of scrimmage and let him become a werewolf on wheels, go after the quarterback. So uh, those are some of the things you're seeing defensively. Uh, for more, here's what Coach Guidry had to say. Uh, we're probably at about 75% of what we put in, but we're going to keep adding and just throw it all on the wall and see what sticks and then see what they do best. You know, is it blitzing? Is it sitting there playing man free? Is it sitting there playing zone? Uh, right now, it looks like they like to the pressure. You know, they like to disrupt, which is so different than last year. So I think they're more comfortable when they're attacking and not sitting there waiting. But we'll see. And sometimes it depends on who you play and what you want to do. So, But it looks like blitzing them and getting them started is what they like to do. Um, we talked to Jafari a couple days ago. He mentioned playing the Jack role. Um, just what is, what is that? Can you explain more about that role in your defense? Uh, Jack is more of the uh, the end that does a lot of dropping. Uh, he's a pass rusher, but he does play the run. But it's really built for more athletic defensive ends. The ones to the field is kind of the big guys. they got to play a, a four-eye a little bit, and that's where Mesador and all those guys are at. Bang, that's where he plays. But Najalik and then uh, all the rest of the guys, that's where they play. Oh boy, Bain, that's the guy everybody's talking about. I spoke to uh, Branson Dean today, who is the transfer from Purdue, right now penciled in next to uh, Leonard Taylor. Everybody should enjoy football as much as Branson Dean, transfer from Purdue. Jovial, uh, big smile, loves football, uh, battles every day, good leadership, Strong as an ox in there with Leonard Taylor, pushing Leonard Taylor, knows that Leonard Taylor and Reuben Bain can be great players, is unselfish enough to, to really uh, push those two guys. So uh, keep an eye on Branson Dean. I think he could be a, a fan favorite. He's a lot of fun to be around. Cam Kitchens coming off an All-American season. Last year led the Hurricanes with 59 tackles, had six interceptions. We'll never forget the Georgia Tech game. Three interceptions, one going for a touchdown. His jersey hangs with the Raptors uh, right now at the indoor facility. Spoke to Cam Kitchens with a big smile on his face. I see that brought a smile to your face. What yeah. What's it feel like to look up in the Raptors there and see your name? Um, great feeling, you know. I don't really look up there too much. I can't remember last time I looked up there other than the first day it was put up, you know. It's work to be done, and it don't mean nothing now. You know, it's a new season. Yeah. Well, you had a great year last year, six interceptions uh, on the season. But what do you think it was that made you an All-American? Um, just willing to be coachable, you know. And the coaches allow me to trust what I see mm-hmm. and just play football. You know, we, I've been playing the game since I was six years old, so and it, it ain't changed too much. You're, you're an All-American that returns. That often doesn't happen. What do you hope maybe your teammates will learn from your experience going from uh, where you started here at the University of Miami to working yourself into an All-American? Um, just knowing you can, go, you can go about stuff the right way and good things happen. Yeah. What about training camp so far? What, what are some of the things that you have found uh, most impressive about training camp? Um, the energy and the competitiveness, you know, I don't think it's one period that goes by when it's just sliding. Like, it's just the defense is doing so good or the offense is doing so good. It's literally going back and forth. Let's talk a little bit about competing. Why does that mean so much to you? Because you compete so hard on every play. Um, it means a lot. You know, if you ain't competing, 
then you, you're going to become lots of school, and when you become lots of days school, it ain't no staying the same. It's either you're getting better or you're getting worse. So if you've been lots of days ago and you're not, not pushing yourself or somebody else not pushing you, you're just getting worse day by day. And now you, it's, it's, when you thought you was good, you're kind of not on that same level no more because you're not keeping up to that standard. All right, that's uh, Cam Kitchens. Uh, always fun to watch him play. So that's a little bit of an overview of where we are in training camp right now. Still to come on the show in our next segment, Don Bailey Jr. will join us. In our third segment of this hour, you'll hear from Mario Cristobal. Next hour, Josh Darrow and Alex Dono will join us. Dono's been busy out there uh, just about every day. And then uh, we'll wrap up the show with J.D. Arteaga, Hurricanes' new baseball coach. That, uh, of course, occurred uh, over the summer, changing, changing of the guard there. Uh, so that's what we have for you in store. The show next week on Tuesday night, 6 o'clock as well. Uh, Danny Garcia is our producer. Maybe we'll vote on this uh, Sports Bomber for the year. We got, a, we got a lot of shows. We're here until Memorial Day, right? So Memorial Day just seemed like it was like three weeks ago. Um, how do you feel about taking calls this year on the hotline? I'm all about it, Joe. You think we should take calls? I, I, I think we're going to take we, – we, we should, you know, get the pulse of the Hurricanes fan at some point here, maybe next week. Kind I of booked up this idea. week. You know, we gotta, right. we got to find out where we're standing here with the people. And I'm all about right. it. Call in 5670560. Uh, Saturday, we'll be at Hard Rock Stadium. We'll also be on the air at 10 a.m. Uh, from Canes Fest. So that's coming up on Saturday. Off and running on the Hurricane Hotline. Coming up next – Don Bailey Jr. will join us. Let's talk about Williamson Buick GMC. They have had quite a summer at Williamson Buick GMC. And right now, you can get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle in a new Buick from Williamson Buick GMC. New Buick models, they are arriving every single day this summer at Williamson. It might be smoking hot outside. It is smoking hot inside the dealership with new arrivals every single day. This means Williamson Buick GMC is absolutely going to have the new Buick you are looking for, encores, envisions, enclaves, and more. So get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle. Experience the new Buick from your premier Buick dealership, Williamson Buick GMC, located on US-1, just south of the Palmetto. Stop by. Ed Williamson will be there. His lovely wife, Carol, will be there. They'll talk college football. They'll talk Hurricanes football. And they will point you in the right direction and put you in an encore, an envision, an enclave, whatever kind of Buick you are looking for this summer. They will have you in it, and you will be driving around South Florida in style. Williamson Buick GMC. Williamson is Miami. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline on AM560 Sports WQAM. Sponsored by Williamson Cadillac, your premier luxury dealership. Experience everything that Williamson Cadillac has to offer. Williamson is Miami. Happy to welcome you back on the show, the Hurricane Hotline, returning the first edition of the Hurricane Hotline. Joe Zagacki, joined by my broadcast partner, Don Bailey Jr., Still to come, we'll hear from head coach Mario Cristobal. Don Bailey, great to see you. How was your summer? Summer was outstanding, Joe, but of course I was watching that calendar. Can't wait for football to start. You bicycled your way through Ireland. I hiked my way through Colorado. You bicycled your way through Ireland. It was great, and uh, I still can't catch her, Joe. I'm still still chasing Priscilla Bailey. I still can't catch her. I spend my summer at about 12,000 feet. Which is, uh, when you get back here and face this humidity, it's a piece of cake, actually. Oh, yeah. The, 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 weather, the weather outside of South Florida is, is, as much as people want to talk about how challenging it is, this is one of the most challenging spots in the, in the country. Meanwhile, we are here at practice uh, about a week into training camp. What are some of your observations of what you have seen so far? Mind you, uh, we don't have to remind, well, we really don't have to remind anybody, but the team is coming off a five and seven year, so we're not probably going to go from five and seven to fifteen and zero in two weeks. In two weeks, you know, you know, Joe. I think the biggest thing is the most notable for the people, especially in the stands, is going to be the size. This is a bigger football team. This is a more athletic football team. And then you, we've been spending time at practice, and you see that the players that are here understand the level of intensity that's needed to compete at every single practice. The level of intensity that they that this staff expects on every single play, I think that both sides of the football has done a great job uh, with attention to detail because they picked up the offense and picked up the defense. They've got you know new coordinators on that side, so I think the the language barrier that comes with the transformation of a, of one offensive system to another and defensive system to another has been fairly easy because the guys are studying, but. I see a, a different attitude and a different mindset. Shannon Dawson is the offensive coordinator. His quarterback at Houston last year threw 40 touchdown passes. If Van Dyke throws 40 touchdown passes, Miami would be in for a heck of a year. Two years ago, Houston was sixth in the country in time of possession. I think there's this belief that when you run the air raid, you don't control the ball. But Dana Holgerson wanted to control the ball and... Uh, Coach Dawson is out of that tree. He is out of that tree. And, you know, this offense originated from an air raid system. It's not really what it is today. I mean, you're probably 15 years removed from that, and it's continued to evolve. Last year at Houston, they ran the football 45% of the time. And they do that for a couple reasons. One is is they want to force that defense to try and stop the run. Then it makes it easier to throw it. That's what they all these coordinators love to do but the other part is it helps your defense it helps you with the clock it helps you on special teams so this is going to be more of a balanced attack than than a wide open air raid pass 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 i i feel that 
There's going to be a comfort level that's being instilled right now with the running backs. Coach Dawson's made it clear that they are going to play everybody. It's a committee position, the running back spot. And we came into a year ago today, we're wondering how how they're going to share carries. We didn't have enough running backs last year. So I think the committee position at the running back spot is a good idea. Coach Dawson uh, talked about the offensive line right in your wheelhouse. He said if the, the five guys he has right now could play every game, he'd be really happy about that. So uh, I think he's happy with the first five, but he knows they need eight to ten. You know, Joe, I was in the meetings this morning, and I, and I was looking at it, and I don't even know how it came to my mind. But, you know, you go from left to right. You've got Rivers, who's been here. This is his fourth year, I believe, and he's, he's started – 2030 football games or played in 2030 football games you have cohen who was a two-year starter and a an all southeastern conference honorable mention player last year started over 20 games you've got matt lee at center who has started 35 36 games is one of the top returning centers in the country and then you get to the right hand side and you've got Inez cooper I think started three or four games last year, and Maui Goa, who's a true freshman who has zero starts. So you've got a lot of experience on the left, a little bit of experience, and no experience on the right, and you've got to try and blend that together. And you've got to, the thing you've got to, people have to understand is an offense, meaning Coach Dawson, can only call what everybody can understand. It's been so far so good. But there are some players that are going to be on this side of the football. They're going to need a little time to catch up. It's almost a microcosm of the entire team. You have experience in some spots. You have young players overtaking players that were here before. So the, those players have been, quite honestly, out-recruited. Um, but not every position has the depth. I, not every position has the depth that... Uh, Mario Cristobal wants well not every position has the depth that you need to be a championship contender they're still working on that in a massive overhaul but if you look at the roster there are some really strong spots and then all of a sudden you look at it and go oh that's kind of barren well that's the importance of camp I think part of what they're finding out right now you know the linebacker spot in the secondary at the tight end at receiver is they've got the numbers are pretty close to what you want, but you don't know who those guys are going to be yet. And I think you got to really define who your first team is and who your second team is. And that's why every single day of camp, the depth chart gets reworked. You know, it's it's open competition except for your quarterback position. It's Tyler Van Dyke's job, and I think those three offensive linemen that I talked about, it's their job too. Well, speaking of Van Dyke. I think he has, is adjusting to this offense nicely. More important, uh, just an observation in practice. I don't know if he's going to return to the form of two years ago. He's working hard at it. But he has made some beautiful throws under heavy pressure. Uh, the best thing, and we'll get to the defense in a moment, but he has been facing in the first week a lot of pressure in his face, and he has landed some beautiful throws. Hopefully that happens in games. Well, the, the good news is this that your defense and Coach Kidry, they're bringing pressure every snap. I mean, so you're going to have to get used to that. It really puts your offense in, in some challenging positions right now, but it'll pay off in game time. But you go back to when Tyler was at his best, 
He had two great receivers that year, too. They came up big for him, right? You had Harley and you had Rambo. Both of those guys were outstanding. You had some tight end play. So he's going to need some help with that. He has looked fantastic. This is his football team. I think he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. You know, it was last year at this time. I mean, there are people talking about a Heisman and a first-round draft pick. He's not even the fourth or be- fifth-best quarterback in the ACC per the publications. So I think that's gonna, that, that, that gets him focused in on what he – on he wants to do. Speaking of the defense, uh, Coach Guidry putting in a lot of different defense, very creative guy. I thought it was very interesting that he said, I have to see what they want to do. And what they he said, stopping the run is non negotiable. But he said, what my players like to do is pressure, is rush the quarterback. So I think you're seeing a trend toward Miami becoming a more, uh, more of an attacking defense than a year ago. There's no question. <laughs> I mean, you talk to Gidry, and, and you can tell by his personality he's coming at you. Uh, I believe that that type of defense keeps the attention of those players because they want to know, when is it my turn to go get the quarterback? <laughs> when is it my turn to make the interception? When is it my turn to make the defensive play? So, And I watch him very closely at practice. He's a great communicator. The guys, you know, there's very few broken assignments, even though they're still in the learning period. And the offense is kind of game planning against them at practice, too. So, I mean, it's it's a challenge on both sides of the football. Uh, I think uh, you, you take a look at the defensive line, the pass rushers there. It's interesting to me that Jared Harrison Hunt, who has been here for a long time, is now, right now running second team behind uh, – Taylor and and the kid Branson Dean from Purdue. So I guess that gives you some depth at that position. You look at it and go, well, there's a guy who's sorry a lot of games for you. He's having a tough time breaking in. Looks like Maui Go at middle linebacker uh, is settling in. Corey Flags had a really good camp, so that has raised his competitiveness uh, at linebacker. Keontre Smith, he just hangs right in there. He's playing that outside linebacker, hybrid position, whatever you want to call it. But um, he's fighting every day tooth and nail. Well, see, so go to the defensive tackle spot. I hope that Leonard Taylor's an All-American. If he's an All-American, Miami has had a good year on defense. You can almost book it. And uh, he's gotten better. He certainly has increased his size and cut down his body fat, and he certainly looks the part. But can he go every play at the level that he got to go at? You know, at that position to me, having been out here so many years and watching that spot exclusively because I'm always watching the offensive line, is you got to get a guy that can stop a practice, that can take over the whole deal. And when he gets to that level, you'll know the D-line's in place. Malagoa at, at the middle linebacker spot gives you a big body with great speed. We've got the, as good a safety tandem as there is in the country, and we just have to see what plays out at corner. You have um, Nigel Kelly and Harvey. They're battling at that end position. Kelly is doing a pretty good job. Uh, Harvey's played a lot of football for Miami, and he's got himself in a position battle. Uh, the secondary, you, you feel really good with James Williams and Kitchens. Uh, Jaden, we're going to have to get used to this, Jaden Davis, Jaden Harris. Jaden Harris doing a nice job at safety. Jaden Davis doing a nice job at nickel. To Corey Couch, probably get some look at inside as well, but a lot of options at corner. Yeah, you need the numbers there, and if you, if you talk to Coach Gidry, he really to have the best two corners in the country. He can really take two receivers out of a game one-on-one. That would make his, his life a lot easier. 
you know, we, the whole thing's going to be really built around those two safeties, and and it's good to see that Williams is is into getting closer to the line of scrimmage. It's going to up his value. It's going to allow him to be engaged more and make big plays, and he's a big play kind of guy. He's got uh, Markeith Williams back there behind him. I think he's made some significant strides. He has, and and they'll keep making strides. You know, you got to get him on the field though in a game as best you can. It's be important the scrimmage this weekend, and then they're going to have another scrimmage. Those are going to be be key because you're going to find out who can tackle and who can't. You got to find out what you can work on against going going live in full pads with consequences in place. Well, one of our headlines this summer is a year from now, two years from now. Where, where are we going to be? What conference are we going to be in? You know, the ACC right now, 14 teams. The Big Ten has 18. The Big 12, 16. The SEC will have 16. You know, I was thinking about it today. All There is this demand for the super conference, and everybody thinks the matchups are going to be great. And the matchups will be great. Oklahoma playing Alabama and Texas playing Florida, whatever the case might be. Georgia and Texas. One thing about it, Don, not everybody can go undefeated. College football, people love their dynasties. They love their undefeated teams. They better get used with these super conferences. They better get accustomed to a lot of teams with three and four losses. Well, they're going to cannibalize each other. I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen. I, I don't I don't know. And it's interesting to watch, but I know this. People love college football. I know this people love their team i know this when the playoffs come they'll be watching it and when the national championship comes they'll be watching it too so you know how this all sorts out we'll be spectators right we we have no say in the deal and it's been very interesting it's happened very very fast a lot faster uh, than anybody thought and there's still some questions in my mind that that need to be answered uh but they'll get it sorted out but we're nowhere done this, to me, is all driven by Fox and ESPN. Uh, before we uh, move on, last thing of our headlines, Clemson picked again to win the ACC. Miami was picked for fifth inside the ACC. Canes have a lot of work to do. The championship game this year is uh, will pit the top two teams. It's just one division, one one league, not two divisions this year. Well, the good news about that is, is it'll sort itself out as it always does. I, I think you've always liked that idea of, of, of going one one through 14. Um, Clemson's Clemson had a disappointing season last year, Joe. They won the conference. <laughs> they won the bowl game. I mean they they did everything they were supposed to do. I mean they had like had like a couple losses, but they, they won the conference again and everybody's disappointed in Clemson. You know, Florida State obviously has made a, a big jump over the last three years. Coach Norvell's only two wins over 500 since he's been at Florida State. So their their success really was last year. Um, and North Carolina for the University of Miami, that's the team we got to finally whip. You know, you got to beat them sooner or later. And But I also uh, I looked at that schedule, and NC State is, is a team that I'm always impressed with their toughness and, and how well they're prepared, and we're on the road there as well. Well, the NC State quarterback this year is going to be uh, Brandon Mitchell, the kid that was at Virginia. So uh, he had a bad season a year ago. Much like Van Dyke, I think those two guys are going to have much better seasons. Yeah, I do too. I, I saw, you know, you start reading that that the that at NC State, they pick up that quarterback and you go, 
Oh, boy. Because that guy was good. I mean, we saw him down here. He's been. This is his sixth year, I believe. And we saw him down here a couple times. We saw him up there. He's tough. He was another quarterback that was, like, misplaced in that offense last year at Virginia. I'm sure that he'll look different this year. Brennan Armstrong, the left-handed quarterback. Okay, uh, hour number two. Alex Dono and Josh Darrow join us, and J.D. Artiaga, also in hour number two. Big news in the summer. The University of Miami has a new baseball coach, very familiar. J.D. Artiaga will join us in hour number two. Gino Damari steps aside. J.D. takes over. Good for J.D. When we come back, Don Bailey with head coach Mario Cristobal here on the Hurricane Hotline. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline on AM560 Sports WQAM. Sponsored by Williamson Cadillac, your premier luxury dealership. Experience everything that Williamson Cadillac has to offer. Williamson is Miami. Don Bailey with head coach Mario Cristobal. And coach, we're winding down the first week of training camp. What have you learned about this team? Well, I've learned that we're understanding the standard a little bit better. Uh, certainly a lot of guys are, are living up to the expectation, are pushing others. Others are trying to catch up, and they got to catch up in order to be part of this organization. But what we see is a lot of progress in every aspect, in, in terms of culture, in terms of effort, in terms of physicality. Um, and you know what? A, a moderately high um, level of execution, considering it's the first week of camp. So overall, really good progress and looking forward to the next practice. Coach, you, you talk about culture every single day. You almost have to restart that somewhat with the infusion of players that you have. Without a doubt. And and every year, you've got to hit the restart button. And, you know, you think about it now in this day and age in the advent of uh, social media, distractions, all the things that go on, you almost have to restart it every single morning to make sure everybody's on the same page. Strength and conditioning. I know we're talking to Coach Feld and... I see the difference. I mean, 12 months, you know, a year ago today, you look at this team versus that team, entirely different. Well, we, we certainly have, um, we've added on the right kind of size. I mean, some of the the body comp numbers are, I mean, some of them are staggering. And then some of the improvements are just really eye-popping. So credit to Coach Feld, our nutritionist, um, certainly the sports science department, and then the effort by the players because buying into that, 
you know, at that age, right? What did you and I eat, right? Circle K, hot dog, sports shake, go to practice. These guys, like, they put in time. They, they, they take in their greens. They put in the right type of carbs, lean, clean proteins. They're changing their bodies. Coach, you, I want to talk about Inez Cooper. I look at how his body has changed. You were talking, we were talking the other day. I didn't realize he was four and a quarter in high school. He's down into the 350s now. I mean, he physically oh, yeah. has just changed. Yeah, no, he's a lightweight now compared to what he was right. before, you know. But the thing with him now is with the weight loss, it's, it's more of a body comp change as much as anything else because his lateral quickness, um, his hip and ankle flexibility, his mobility now, his ability to bend and come out of really awkward positions with power and recover, those are the biggest changes you see in his game due to diligence in the weight room. Coach, let's go down some positions. Quarterback Tyler Van Dyke, it's it's his show, but he's out there competing with a couple other guys that are doing very well. Yeah, it's his show, and he is uh, by far, he's, he's our alpha, he's our quarterback, and he's done a great job. Now, that being said, both Jakari and Emery have done an outstanding job. Every day you feel more and more comfortable with those guys and the future of the program. So uh, they push each other. Yeah, you don't when you look at the room and you watch them practice. You don't get the sense that there's a guy that's been there. Um, but and and as a returning starter, but what you get is is a feel for guys pushing each other and demanding the most of their teammates. New offensive coordinator and Shannon Dawson. They had spring together, but they look like they've been together way longer than those 15 days. Getting better. Every single day there is progress, and I think it's neat that we, we get to practice against a defense that creates the issues that Lance Kittery's defense does because by the time we're done with camp, we would have seen just about everything. Um, and there's some log reps that as it relates to maybe some we might not see in week one, but we're going to see in week four. We've repped it. We've made calls against it. We've either try to execute against or had success executing against it so all in all just uh it's the challenges of this camp are gonna really be uh, beneficial for us later wide receiver position colby young you almost don't recognize if you look at the guy from a year ago it's like a, a transformed player but you added speed to that room you added size to that room what do you expect to now that receiving for oh yeah and i think most uh probably most importantly is that that room is a bottom room right mm -hmm. now uh credit coach dawson credit coach beard all those guys working together, Coach Cooney, Coach Varner, you know, all these guys, the analysts and graduate assistants, they just do a really good job of explaining and teaching with detail, having a super high care factor and demanding, right, that things are done the right way. So there's a lot of improvement there and a long ways to go. Uh, well, today we're working a lot on blocking. I mean, you've got to be good at that too, right, because there's nothing worse than a selfish football player, and we won't have that here. And I think those guys understand that, and they're working at it diligently, and they had a pretty good day out there on the perimeter. You do a lot of good on good. I mean, you do a lot of the best players against the best players every day, and, and that starts to pay off. It does. I mean, it's uh, there's no other way to it. I mean, I, you know, at least that's what um, I was always exposed to as a player mm -hmm. and as a coach. It's been good to us. It has stood the test of time, that particular blueprint, so we're going to stick with it. Coach Will Mallory, one of the, the best human beings ever to come through the doors here at the University of Miami, but also very productive at tight end. That room is... It's kind of wide open. You, you had some, Arroyo was hurt last year. He's coming back. You did an infusion of talent. Update us on the progress there. Well, Coach Woodle's doing a great job yeah. with those guys, you know. And so is you know Coach Crutchfield. They they push and they grind on those guys because those guys have to block like linemen and run routes like receivers, and yet still play every special team. So the detail 
and the precision of their hat position, uh, their routes, right? Uh, the depth of their routes, the angles, the footwork that goes with it. I mean, it's an endless task teaching those guys to be elite. And so, you know, they have the benefit of guys coming around all the time. Greg Olson, you know, right. stopping by and talking about technique and the importance of playing fast. So those guys are starting to play faster. They're being more physical. Uh, the veteran presence of Cam McCormick certainly helps out a ton. It's good to see him. Um, you know, Ryan Walk just joins us as an analyst. I wish we could play him, too. He's a really good player. But uh, all in all, just really proud of that room's progress and their energy and their approach to, the, to practice. Coach, the running back room, you know, last year you looked at all these guys and you almost didn't have enough. So now you've got a room full of players, um, existing players, and then, of course, a couple freshmen and a transfer. But everybody seems like they're going to be able to find a role. Well, without a doubt, I mean, especially in camp, I mean, we, we've got a lot of reps now. I mean, all ones, twos, threes, fours, they're all getting reps, and they're getting the same place. So they're getting true scheme work, and there is no slowing down. they got to catch up, and we got to catch them up. So those guys have all had their really bright moments, and also they're, they're learning the hard way moments. So it's good for them to go against some veteran linebackers like we have and getting them knocked around a bit and, and just getting into the physicality. And let me put it this way. It, they got to understand – that here you got to run the ball hard, okay? Like if you look at Miami football forever, the guys that ran the ball, they ran it hard. They protected hard, right? They were physical. Those guys are getting a steady dose of that every day. All right, Coach, can't end this conversation without talking about the offensive line. And explain to the people that follow the University of Miami, what you mean when you say the best five? What does that mean to you? That's the first mission is to find the best five. Well, you know, it's you would love for it in a perfect world to have five guys that are the most gifted to play together at the same time. But if the right guard is not communicating with the right tackle and the center doesn't quite you know, communicate with the left side, it's there's no synergy there, and therefore you're out of sync, and you will have issues. You will have free A-gap hitters. You'll have all kinds of problems. So five guys got to gel as one, and as you know, Coach Mirabal cross-trains everybody. Um, there's a lot of versatility with the, the way that offensive linemen are trained here, and it does two things. It keeps us in a position where, you know, God forbid there are injuries, we can move guys around put some pieces in place, and still allow us to play winning football. And then when they go on to the next level, their their snap value, their value in general, um, really just takes another step because they've done it before. You know, and um, again, versatility reigns supreme uh, when you have limited roster spots and, and you got a long season. Coach, thank you very much for your time and enjoy the rest of camp. We appreciate Always. it. Always. Go Canes, brother. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.